Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Brace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. We have a fun Week 9 preview with Christian returning, as always, with a do list you don't want to miss. There's a lot going on and a little bit of NBA talk, but most importantly, getting you ready for football. So sit back and enjoy the show. This is I'm excited about this. It's, this is a beautiful Thursday evening. Uh, we got so much to get to. NFL slate. The Davis Mills bandwagon is actually so far uh, looking better than it has the last few weeks. How are you fellas doing tonight? Feeling good. Feeling great. Um, just doing the usual as always. Trying to get ready for some NFL Week Nine football. And uh, yeah, just uh, trying to make it through another week, man. How about you, Christian? Doing absolutely fantastic. Baltimore came out with a dub on that second half itself out the Buccaneers. Lamar had to do what he had to do, pretty much run the ball, change up the pace, essentially. And then we got the boy, Roquan Smith, baby, in the linebacker core. Linebackers are back in Baltimore. It is just glorious defense. And soon we'll be getting Marcus Williams back. So he'll be back there in safety. Like, and we got Ojapo and as well as Bowser coming back on the outside lap. Like defense come back. The defense will be back. So hopefully we can get the pieces together. And so yeah, I'm feeling pretty bad as well as their due. T D parlay as well hit last week. So we got another winner here. Shout out to D Hop, Derek Henry, and Cooper Cup. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three for three on the dudes. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so no, I, I I guess that's a good place to start though, Christian. Before we get into these games, is um, and then the rest of the trade deadline stuff. I guess we can kind of do as we get to the teams. But yeah, the Roquan Smith deal uh, between the Ravens and the Bears. Um, yeah, obviously Roquan's an amazing player, so that's a nice gift for the Ravens for a second round pick. But I also like I also feel like it made sense for the Bears. A lot of people were questioning what the Bears did. I honestly felt like both the trades they made with the Steelers and Ravens. We'll talk about the other one later. Uh, were good moves and like realistically they clearly weren't going to pay Roquan and they're rebuilding they have to get pieces on offense around field so you had to get something for him rather than like the alternative is either tag him or lose him for nothing probably and you're not gonna get a first for a linebacker I think that just goes to show he's like the best like off-ball linebacker maybe the best in this league and not worth a first round pick so um I think it makes sense yeah and I know people are still and like, I mean, yeah, I mean, second round pick. I mean, yeah, because they weren't going to pay him. Might as well get something out of it. Um, and I mean, Roquan may or may not be in a rental year with us. Um, I initially thought when the Marcus Peters trade went down about three years ago that I thought it was a rental play, but it turned out not to be a rental play. Um, so hoping it kind of goes like this where Roquan now is actually on a good team. Maybe he doesn't really ask him for the big bucks itself. Um, love his press conference, high energy. He says, um, cooking with grease. He loves to cook with grease because he's on fire, baby. Um, <laughs> so very excited about him. Um, the number, not so much. He's wearing number 18. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm very, very excited about Roquan. Jalen, sorry. I see you. <laughs> uh, 
No, I, I, I was about to say, I didn't know if you guys were wanting my opinion on that or not. But I mean, yeah, it's a whole, it's a home run hit. And, yeah, I, of course, I was one of those people that at first, of course, was confused about what the Bears were doing because, you know, they first traded away Roquan and then got Claypool. But then it made all sense, you know, like you said, Colby, like, you know, you got to give Josh, you got to give Justin a chance, give him his weapons, you know. And then at the same time, though, the defense, you weren't going to pay Roquan or Robert Quinn, I think it was. So it's both those guys, you know, you weren't going to pay them. You got something out of them. You're building for the future. It all, it, it did all make sense. So it was a great play by both teams too, for the Ravens that are in win now mode and for the, oh my, Jalen Hurts with the delay sneak. Not too smart. That was pretty sneaky if you ask me. But um, yeah, I thought it was a great play from both sides. You know, Ravens in win now, Bears trying to build for the future for that post Rogers era that I was telling you about uh, that on two, on Monday. So uh, yeah, dude, I'm telling you the post Rogers era is a thing. And, pe- and I, I think the NFC North, they're aware of that besides the Lions. Well, I was about to say, you say besides the Lions, and yes, the Lions do suck, but they do still have some pieces, and they are about to probably have, the way this is going, uh, their pick of all the quarterbacks in the draft, So, which at least one of them I would think will probably be good. Um, maybe not, but we'll see. Um, I have a lot more I want to say on the Bears uh, in a little bit, but we'll, we'll go we'll, – talk about them when we get to their game uh so yeah i guess let's start with this one um well we don't have to say too much about what's going on. i know you're behind Jalen a little bit but um yeah the texans putting up a fight but i i do think obviously i know Jalen. you said kind of a letdown spot for the eagles maybe i do agree with that that the texans might cover i think it's like what 13 or 14 point spread um so yeah, Texans might cover, but the Eagles, me and Christian were talking about it before we started, actually. And I was like, if you think about it, other than maybe left tackle just because of Tunsil, but the Eagles left tackle is good, too. There's literally not a single position on the field that the Texans have a better are better at than the Eagles. Literally not. There's probably there's not a single position, I don't think, on the whole roster where the Texans are better, which is wild. Really? Not even a quarterback? Certainly not quarterback. And I'm <laughs> Not even for the Davis Mills bandwagon. You can't even can't even come up with a fighting argument for our for our folks trying to hop onto it as they do a run play to score a touchdown. God, yeah. Eagles are so lame. <laughs> Eagles are lame, but you know what? The Texans can run the football too. So hey, Damian Pierce, Davis Mills, it's your turn. Expect big things to strive. Um, and of course, it's the first. first First drive I watch of this game, Eagles scoring a touchdown. That's really, really disappointing. I really wanted to see the Texans do something. They did early. But it's like you said. I, yeah, they did. They scored. I saw that. They scored. Six at the but, beginning. It's the best he's had been in a while. Yeah, I was about to say, it's a good start. We'll see how it all pans out here in the next four minutes before the half ends. Christian, you have anything you want to add about this one? No, I think this is yeah, a lot closer game. I think uh, I think pretty much – I think there's going to be a lot closer. I think Texas will keep this pretty close. I expect Davis Mills to come back here and rock it. I think you would have lost your mind on the first drive, Jalen, because there was a throw by Davis Mills where Dorsett pretty much had to adjust his body for this catch, and it was beautiful. Just nice. poetic treat. Um, and I originally thought Damian Pierce was going to get the handoff and score in the end zone, and if that would have – transparent out 
And Miles Sanders got that second TD. I probably would have been here already $300 richer. But no, we are here still. Still waiting. That didn't happen. Um, So that was quite disappointing to see. Um, But no, I I think this game should be a lot more closer than expected. And as well, we can't forget, we have the Phillies as well playing the Astros on their side. So maybe little Phillies double special, double win. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be one way or another. I mean, because <laughs> right now, I believe last time I checked, scores one more oh, uh, for Bo Bomb. So, Philly fans are, I don't know what they have their attention on. They probably have no monitors. I think I'd be watching Phillies. I feel like if you're a Philly fan, you'd have to trust your team to win this game. Like, you'd have to believe it. Like, you'd have to trust that there is no trap, no such thing as a trap game, and you'll take care of business here in Houston. Because. But I mean, that's what you would think. Because I mean, last night they got the Phillies got smacked, but then again, they smacked the Astros on Game Three. So it's a uh, it's a very interesting World Series right now for sure. I don't know how they're gonna pull it out if Phillies don't win this game. They definitely I don't think they're gonna win it at Houston. So it would it would have been electric though to have the Astros and the Texans play on this like at Houston. Because I mean, they shared a parking lot. You have, I'm seeing the aerial view right now. That would have been nuts, <laughs> dude. People would have been pissed. That parking lot would have that parking scene and like leaving and trying to get into the game and tailgate, dude. People would have that would have been insane scene to just be a part of. <laughs> like Astros tailgating and um, I don't know, dude. People tailgate for baseball. That I don't know if they people do that in. in uh... Depends on the team, I believe. But I think Philly fans do, 100%. That's what I was say, I know. Um, but actually, yeah, actually, Jalen, uh, I just saw it on the T. What's your thoughts on the Brandon Cook situation? Yeah, I oh. too. Okay. Um, he can't complain, man. He's getting paid $18 million. <laughs> you, can't, you can't complain, man. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, at the end of the day, you are getting – like, you are still, like, a top – you're still getting paid good. Money. Uh, I can definitely see him pulling an Odell or something like that. Like people, were, I think that's what people have been saying is that now he might be one of the people to do, like you know, just retire, quote unquote, and then just I don't know. Yeah, here's the tweet right here coming up on my screen. It's like you're getting paid, man, but at the same time, he's also like the lead. If he would have gotten when he gets, if he gotten traded, he would have been like the number one and. He's red pay some sort of like cap fee for trading him too. So, why why would they want to get rid of their number one guy and pay for him to leave? I know they stink, but come on, no, like come on, like at this rate, it's a lot. It's a lot of money to get rid of him for them. I mean, I kind of hope he gets rid of so Baltimore can get him, snatch him up. What lies was right covering up? Did you see that part of it? That's crazy. What? He said, I've covered the lies for too long, right? Isn't that what that said? Yeah, that's what that said. I was like, I, that has I, to be, I mean, that's got to be like, does he just know about the Deshaun Watson stuff? Like, what else could that be? Something else? Maybe, maybe Texans are just, just as shady and shitty as, uh, yeah, as we all know. The Texans, I mean, yeah, that's true. The, the Texans could be a sneaky candidate for uh, the new, like, bad owner chaos team, maybe, uh, once Snyder sells the, the commanders. Uh, maybe, no. maybe no. in the board, no. already in the makings. Snyder's not selling the team. Snyder is not selling the oh, team. No. You, you heard it here first. This man is not selling the team. He's just 
Stalin. He is just class A Stalin. Yeah, he's done this before they said. Yeah, he's done this before. Class A Stalin section oh. B. So I'll believe when I see it. Right. Oh, this is big. Fletcher Cox down. Uh, hopefully he's not hurt too bad. Yeah, hopefully not. I'm not sure. But yeah, that is that could be a very true question. Um, oh. Right. Oh. oh, please tell me he's walking. No. Yes, they're lifting him up. Okay. Sorry, I'm just like, Fletcher Cox is like a big staple to that defense. Like, if he's out for a significant time, I mean, their defense is still really good, but, like, he is still a staple. That's why it's like, hey, and, it's a little eyebrow raising. And Jordan Davis is also out. Oh, four weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, that one's fine. Yeah. yeah. The pressure being undefeated. No, that's why I'm happy we lost. That's why I'm happy we lost. To set that high expectation bar itself. Kobe knows this. I mean, the Steelers were <laughs> what eleven and zero. That's no, the, the that's the whole time. Time. There's no <laughs> one could ever beat those first eleven week Steelers. They and, were, and they and they got first round bounced by Baker. Baker yeah, but... has a job. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Hey man. <laughs> right now, Baker's Panthers. Uh, I mean, yeah, Baker's Panthers might be still on the hunt in the NFC South. Uh, they're not the Panthers anymore, though. <laughs> he lost his job to P.J. Walker. <laughs> I mean, if he's still a part of the Panthers, it's still his Panthers. True. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> here. There's so much going on. Okay. Um, well, the first and most important note about this Sunday slate is I can guarantee you that the Steelers will not lose this week um, because they are on a bye. So that's nice. Okay. Uh, first game I've got here, uh, Christian, you'll have to correct me if this line is incorrect, but this says uh, the Chargers, they are two and a half point favorites at the Falcons. This is actually like considering some of the games we're getting this week and have gotten the last few weeks, this is actually a solid uh, one o'clock game. That's very interesting. I This one is probably like a don't go near it game for me because I could see a lot of different stuff happening here. I lean the Chargers minus the two and a half just because I feel like they are better. Atlanta barely beat that Carolina beat Carolina um but they are first in the south right now I like the Chargers minus the whatever few points it is but not that much <laughs> all right Christian what does it say is it two and a half have three all right so about the same but three is a much Falcons is it Falcons favorite or Chargers Chargers okay whoo I was, about to, I was about to say, wow, that's what changed a lot in these few hours, but no, it's the same almost. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to say that Atlanta crowd is going to stay rowdy. Chargers, man, I don't know what's going on. I, I just know that in the game of mystery, I'm going to take the most mysterious team and go with the Falcons because how in the hell are they winning their division right now is the biggest question in mystery for me. So, going with Mariota, I want to really see if he can keep winning these games, man. It's it's been a roller coaster. I will be taking the Chargers in the points. Um, I I think the Chargers are due for a good bounce back game, and I really hope so. I love Herbo, but this this beating that this team is taking each week, it's really hard to take it. And shout out Bush Light. Um, 
But, yeah, I mean, I just can't get past these injuries that they sadly just keep getting week after week. Um, did we receive any news if um, uh, J.C. Jackson was out for the year, right? Yeah, I think his injury was significant, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, and there goes Damian Pierce. Um, but, no, um, I'm, just, it's, I'm solely taking this pick, just hoping that the Chargers bounce back on this. And the Falcons, I mean, they just come off a – Heartbreaking OT <laughs> No, win actually. Yeah, win. Um, um, how did the painters do that? <laughs> the helmet. Remember DJ Moore celebration. Oh my god! No, I'll be picking the Chargers. Colby's <clears throat> reaction is telling me this Damian Pierce run is going to be something to see. Um, He's a dog. Um, I know. I'm so glad I snagged him on fantasy, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so glad I him. The running back factory is finally shut down. We're officially a real football team because we have receivers on my fantasy team, so it's awesome. Sorry, Colby, I interrupted you. No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was that? I think that I was probably stupid at. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I'll make some good points there. Not sure uh, what's what's going on there. Um, that's going to be an interesting one. Another actually interesting game in the one o'clock window, maybe not interesting. And I will start this with a, I feel like at this point, there has to be a disclaimer um, for anyone listening. I cannot pick a Bears game to save my life. If I pick the Bears, they lose and they don't cover. If I pick them to lose, they win. Um, So no matter what I pick, you should probably go with the other option. So I'm going to again, let y'all go first, actually, because y'all were fading me last time. Uh, so, do you want me to go first so you can face me? <laughs> no, go first. Yeah. I, I, need, I need Colby to go all first. All right, all right, all right. So, I want to circle back on the Bears a little bit. I do really like the, where the Bears are heading. I think their front office has actually made very competent trades. I think both the trades, um, Claypool, like, I think that's a good move for the Bears. I do I do still like Fields. I think he's improving and he can do special things. They, they appear to be well coached. Another thing I was going to say about them, they lost – to the Dallas badly, which is concerning for sure, but they score more points on the Cowboys defense than any other team this year, more than these very same Eagles scored on Dallas. They scored 29 last week. They're, this says they're four and a half point dogs at home against Miami. Miami, I mean, they escaped at Detroit last week. Like, I don't trust Miami is better. Yes, absolutely. And they just got chubbed, but I like the Bears and the points here. So, again, they'll probably get their doors blown off. But I like where the Bears are headed. I like Fields. I, I was wrong about Eberflus. He appears to be a good coach. I, I'll take the Bears in the points. Miami probably still wins close. But I don't know if how, Christian, if you got a different line. But I'll take the Bears in the points. No, I have the four and a half. And I'll be taking the Dolphins. The only reason, Colby took the Bears. I'll be taking oh, the Dolphins. Operation, yeah. Operation Save Colby's Bear Picks. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was about to say, I was, I'm not going to lie. I came into this game going Bears, but Colby <laughs> really talked me out of it. I'm sorry. I'm going Dolphins. That offense is too, it's going to explode all over the, over this Bears depleted defense. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if they can keep up. And yeah, thanks a lot, Colby. Poor Bears. If they win this game, though, hey, maybe, maybe if us beating the Bears finally is going to be. You know, bringing awareness to the curse is enough to break it. Maybe that's what we need to do. I'm also just thinking – I'm also just feeling like 
statistic, like probability wise, there's no way I can get every single Bears game wrong. I have to get it wrong by some point. There's so there's 17. <laughs> I did get the Packers game right week two, but that's the only one. Yeah, I think that is the only one I'm looking right now. That's very fair. Yeah, so I yeah the Dolphins will probably blow them out, but because I do like the Bears and the points. <laughs> Davis Mills. Yo, Christian. Christian, I want you to I want you to know right now the amount of shit talking I'm about to say to James if the Davis Mills Texans pull this shit off and the under, I am going to talk so much shit to him. Colby, there's someone in our group chat that was giving me a hard time about the Davis Mills bandwagon. And uh, as he just threw that dime, that wasn't anything. Yeah, I was about to say. And so I was like, yeah, he was like, oh, Texans are a joke. And I was like, no shit. Their one five and one record didn't, you know, I thought it was a fluke, but just like Davis Mills. And he just, he said that he was ignoring my comments. And guess what, bitch? You're going to have to listen to me now. Look at this guy. Look at this giraffe. Yes, sir. Look at him go. Look at this man. Man. Look at Curry. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know who that's from, that's Flight Reacts. Well, they call I it incomplete. No! Wait, really? Calling the field incomplete. It's under oh, review. I think they're going to say it's a touchdown, though. That's easily a touchdown. What? Yeah. Oh, does he lose it at the end? No, he holds it. He holds it, in my opinion. I'm watching the... Because, re- like, he's down... And the ball's just correct. I don't know. And then the receiver, the defender's ass hits the camera, so you don't really can't really tell. Yeah, Epps is a good defender too, though. Not gonna oh, lie. I hope they, I feel like that's a catch. Unless he like. Uh, I thought he had it. I thought he had it. Looked like he did. Either way, that was still an excellent throw by Mills. He did his job there. Yeah. I'm telling you, these Texans are legit. And oh, also, well, I, something fun I, I saw. There's something fun I saw. I hate <laughs> to keep bouncing everywhere back. I keep. I hate bouncing back to this Texans game, but they said teams that bring out the fresh new helmets somehow have a good record. Like they're undefeated every time new helmets this year have came out. Like the Bengals and their white helmets have won. The Cardinals beat the Saints when they brought out their helmets last third on their Thursday night game. So now it's the remember this is battle red. This is Texans battle red. So also, also, we're, we're beating the trap game, man. Yeah, you're right. And the Mills bandwagon as it rolls along. Uh, they also just showed, which I forgot, not only yeah. Brandon Cooks uh, on strike, it appears, but uh, Nico Collins is also injured. So Davis Mills is without his top two receivers out there against the best undefeated team in the league. And he's put up a heck of a fight. He doesn't need him. Hey, is, is, that, is that former Baltimore Raven wide receiver Chris Moore? Wait, I was about to say, it's a more. It's not a more. I was like, no fucking way. The Panthers traded his ass that fast. Yeah, I saw Colby. <laughs> Sorry. They called it, reversed it. Mills Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> all right, next game, Cole. All right, we yeah. keep getting right. Don't worry about it. We... This is an all-time all right. episode already. There's just, I mean, there's just so much happening. Okay. Yeah, it's Chris Moore. Yeah, yeah Baltimore receiver. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. So now we get to a game that I will not have on the uh, Sunday ticket. It's the Panthers at the Bengals. This says the Bengals are eight and a half point favorites. That may be more Christian. I don't know what you got on that one, but um, 
this is a disgusting game. The Bengals are underachieving and the Panthers as much as they seven and a half. Seven and a half? Okay. I mean, they've been fighting hard the last couple of weeks and they basically should have won that Atlanta game uh, there at the end. Um, you know, but they're still a bad team. Um, eventually the wheels are going to fall off PJ Walker. No disrespect. Uh, great story. Um, I, I'll swallow the points with the Bengals here. I mean, even with all their, with Chase out and as shaky as they looked on Monday night, they always struggle with the Browns. They all are right about that. And I just think they're a better team. So I'll swallow the points with the Bengals. Oh, Colby, 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 Colby. Has the Panthers not taught you anything about the one thing that they do have? And that's a defense. <laughs> that's a defense. I expect this defense to give Burrow some some troubles, man. You already he's already struggling without Jamar Chase. I expect the Panthers defense to come out there and keep on giving him some more hard times. I expect them to cover. I don't know if they're going to win this game, but I do expect them to cover it. So I'm going Panthers for the points. I will be taking Panthers in the points as well. Um, Joey Cornball without Jamar Chase is just the typical average quarterback. He is, at, say with me, average. I like Joey. I mean, he, I, this I, is the I crazy like thing him. about that, Christian. He has T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. He yeah. has two I mean, wide receiver ones, and he's he's like, he still can't throw yeah, it. He still like can't this. throw it. What can he do with those weapons? He Davis Mills is better than Joe Burrow right now. <laughs> Yo, if Davis Mills had those weapons, he'd be a dog. If Davis Mills had those weapons, he would be Aaron Rodgers of Devontae Adams. Oh my goodness! Imagine that. <laughs> no, no, but I will. I will be taking the Panthers in the points. T.J. Walker is pretty much covered God himself lately. Uh, so I will be writing that and continue that. And Joey Cornball. <laughs> For real. The double birds. <laughs> okay. That's fair, though. I mean, the Panthers, seven and a half. I mean, that is a decent amount of points. Um, all right. On to the next one. Jalen, uh, your underlings, as we call them today, uh, the pesky teams that the Vikings are looking down at with a, ch- a chuckle. The Packers at the Lions. This says Packers are three and a half point favorites on the road. I mean, again, I'm sure y'all are going to fade me because, but I actually got the Lions right last week. They did not cover. So I got them right. Uh, so I snapped that streak and I like the Packers in this one just because this is an absolute have to have game and the Lions will probably have a 10 point lead at half and just blow it like they always do. I'm done. I'm done picking the Lions. Give me the Packers minus whatever many points it is. Jeez, your your situation awareness is just a little off, in my opinion, today, Colby. Um, the man, Dan Campbell, has to prove to everybody that he has to now win a game without TJ Hawkinson. Because they traded him away, and everyone believes, I, I feel like a lot of people believe that this is pretty much the pull-the-plug mode on Dan Campbell. I mean, he needs to step the hell up and beat the Packers and end this stupid Rodgers era that I have been living in for too damn long. And it's finally, and this will be one of the notes to finally put an end of the orchestra that Rodgers has been conducting. So I'm going with Dan Campbell. Come on, man. Get this thing fired up for Detroit. For Detroit, man. Do it for Detroit and for the North. More, a lot of bias in that pick. 
I mean, we generally have our biases against our team, so we hate a lot. So I, I don't have any fault with that. I respect it. <laughs> but both these teams have burnt me week after week because I just keep seeing the narrative. You know, MCDC is finally going to get the boys route. I get burned by that. I keep saying the Packers going to, you know, finally have that bounce back game where they just pummeled their opponents. I've been burned by that. So now I have to pick which one of those narratives I'm going to have to keep writing. And I'm taking the Packers to pummel the Lions. I'm sorry. Uh, they, uh, I can't do these Lions. Freaking, they, 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 have, they lack the clutch team. I love MCDC, but this man cannot get these boys head together to finish the goddamn game to save their life. So I'm, I just, I'm just going to take Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, have a good game, and that's it. Packers, take the board. I'm not going to lie. The only thing I hate about that spread is that it's only plus – or minus three and a half. Like, that is – like, I could see this still being a touchdown game for the Packers if they win this, you know? Yeah. But uh, I'm still sticking with my Lions pick. That's fair, but, yeah, I just can't – I can't do anymore. Um, I do think – I'm my me picking the Packers and is in no way an endorsement of the Packers. I am with Christian on that. Uh, they are struggling, and it's egregious they didn't do anything at the trade deadline. They need this win going into the bye week. And that, that TJ Hoggison trade, I had to read like three times. I was like, wait, was what did they give away? In the division. Uh, division. Oh, dude, that we'll talk about it. Don't get me started. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're revving up to it. Don't worry. Okay. All right. So yeah, we'll we'll get into your Vikings actually just in a few more games here, Jalen. Um as, we, as we're speaking, the Eagles just missed the long kick horribly. So it's all tied at the half. The Texans are covering that 14.5-point spread pretty easily right now, uh, or whatever it was. Okay, talk about a gross, disgusting abomination of a matchup between two still alive but once proud, now less proud franchises. Uh, that may be a little mean because of my bias. But the Colts at the Patriots – uh, this says the Patriots are five and a half point favorites. Um, not sure what line you got on that, Christian. Four uh, and a half. Patriots did me as much as I hated to pick them over the Jets. You said four and a half. Okay. I mean, yeah. If it's four and a half, I mean, I love that. The Patriots were got, were one of my locks that hit last week. Um, I don't love the Patriots, but Sam Ellinger, I am. Jalen, I know is a believer in Sam Ellinger. I am not. I think he didn't do. Too much to prove me right in that first game against Washington. Uh, and I think Belichick's going to eviscerate him. The Colts might not score more than, like, three points in this game. Give me no disrespect to the Colts. But Belichick versus Sam Ellinger, give me that all day. Four and a half. I don't even care who's the Patriots quarterback. doesn't even matter. Mac Jones just has to make, like, ten throws. And they'll win by, like, 20. No disrespect to the – 20 maybe is a lot. But Belichick okay. them. Is it my turn? Yes. Is it my third, Colby? Okay. Listen, I was wrong about Sam Ellinger. He did not hit 250 yards. He hit 201. Zero interceptions. <clears throat> and a 100 passer rating. Wow. Colby, I'm telling you right now. Oh, hang on. Here's the biggest kicker, too. Only two sacks. Gee, poor old Matt Ryan. He was getting sacked like six or seven times a game. Put in a nice guy like Sam Ellinger, thick thighs, can run around. You know, he gets he gets the job done. No one can tackle tree trunks like that. 
And this was pretty hard, right? I mean, look at that game. He well, It was a one-point game, all right? I think Sam Ellinger did a great job. Four and a half to the Patriots. Yes, Belichick is rookie QB killer. Or, I mean, in this case, he's not a rookie QB, but I guess any, you know, young starting up-and-coming QB who has no experience. But um, I'm going to trust it. I'm going to say this dude, I'm going to say Reich with the Texas Longhorn and uh, Frank Reich. I think Frank Reich, he also has to try to get, keep the ship right, you know, as well, if you uh, caught the pun there at the end. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, this Frank Wright's fighting for his life out there, man. Now give me Patriots with the points, man. I'm sorry. I can, I mean, there's a certain Colts player that is on my dares do poorly, but like at Foxborough, Bill Belichick against a QB that really isn't that good. Uh, so give me, give me Bill on the points. Yeah. I understand the point situation. I understand getting the points, you know. I just think, uh, I just think, I think, uh, just watch out for a surprise in New England. Watch out. Sam Ellinger. Okay. Show him what the long ones are for. He, he is, and I heard, I heard this and I laughed out loud so fast. He is the Walmart version of Colt McCoy. That's so, not very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good enough. That's a, that's a pretty, pretty low bar for you. A very <laughs> low bar. I laughed so hard. <laughs> it was hilarious. That's funny. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. On to the next one. Uh, I believe. Oh no, there's two more one. Three more one o'clock. Oh yeah, there's only two. There's a lot of one o'clock this week. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Because we had a British game last week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, this is one of the largest spreads, another one of the biggest spreads of the week. Christian, you, you may have to correct my number. This says 13 and a half. The Bills are favored by at the Jets. Uh, what do you have? I have 11 and a half. Okay, that makes more sense. 11 and a half point favorites, Buffalo on the road against the Jets. I mean, Buffalo is definitely better. I'm not disputing that. And the quarterback mismatch is just a ridiculous level because Zach Wilson just lost that game against Belichick last week. The Jets could have easily won if he didn't throw three interceptions. Um, but, man, that's a lot of points. The Bills – the Jets are still 5-3, and three, although they don't have Brees Hall anymore. I probably take all those points with the Jets just because that's a big number I think they can cover. Uh, but I don't know. I wouldn't put that as a lock, but I like the Jets uh, to cover the 11 and a half. Um, geez, man. I just I hate to keep – I'm not – this is like a first for me. The, I feel like obviously the easy answer would be to go for Jets to cover the points. But I'm going to say Bills just because they got Nakeem Himes – Naheem Hines. There you go. <laughs> um Naheem Hines, I don't know why he is a very interesting name. I'm sorry. Anyways, they got him. I really expect them to try in some running plays and mix it up and stuff like that. Try and see if they can get the run game going a little more after the fact they established that 14-point lead that they really do, which I expect them to put up very fast. Um, I'm looking at what they did last week against the Packers. Like, Jake's put up 100 yards against the Packers. Yeah. Oh, just love it. Um so I, I expect another performance out of Diggs like that. So, I mean, Diggs versus Sauce, actually. Ooh, I might have to keep that one on hold because that is that, that will be a matchup to see at the end of the day. But I'm still going to say Bills. 
I think Bills will have their way in this one. I am on the same boat. Um, I think Bills have the same way with this. If Joe Flacco was that quarterback, I may have taken a jet to the points. But Zach wow. didn't look good last week. Yeah, Zach didn't look good last week. Um, he was seen ghosts. Um, so um, that's not the greatest game to bounce back on. Oh, coming to the Bills, coming in town. Um, so I'll just take I'll take the Bills at the points. I want to add on to what Christian just said there. Um, the camera was pointing at Joe Flacco and Zach White a lot when they, when David when they was throwing those interceptions. Joe Flacco wasn't suited up. I'm with Christian. If they suit up Flacco this game, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Like literally, be on the lookout. I'm taking. I'm taking. something dumb. I'm taking, <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, I'm taking the Jets with the points with Zach Wilson. Like. Obviously, Zach Wilson has not been good. He was abysmal in that game last week. But come on now. Let's let's be – they are still like – that was still the first game he's lost as the starter. And – Jets with a top five – remember, Joe Flacco was a top five passer when he was in the – when he was in those three games. After three games. Yeah, they lost all but one. But he still was a top <laughs> oh, five He still got passer. top five. What did they need when they lost this game? They, the they needed someone to throw the football. <laughs> someone to just if, throw the football. If Flacco comes in, switch my pick to the jet spread, whatever it's at. Whatever at point Flacco comes in, switch my pick to the jet spread at that moment. Wow. I, I so, think that is a fair condition. They're going to at least give Zach Wilson the rest of the year. He also – he might do terrible in this game, but, like, Against worse, against teams that aren't Belichick, I feel like he can't be as stupid. But I'm not defending him because he has been bad. But I'm defending him a little bit. So I also think y'all are very much overrating how good Joe Flacco is. <laughs> Come on, like Joe Flacco is still objectively hey, Colby, a terrible. Colby, stop being a hater. Stop being a hater. All right. I'm not a hater. He's like. Hey, Cor- hey, Colby. How many quarterbacks in this league have a Super Bowl ring? I'm not saying that Joe Flacco. <laughs> Quarterback at one. Time. He was a good quarterback at one time. I'm talking about today. Yeah, Peyton Manning was a good court was a Hall of Famer, but I bet if you put him out there right now, he'd be terrible. Wilson have a Super Bowl rank? I think not. And they built a team around him because and cradled him to like move at least behind your shaky O line. All right, I don't want to argue about this anymore. Y'all are writing Flacco. Come on, no disrespect to the ring. But that was that was quite a while ago that he got that ring. Let's not forget okay. that either. Okay. Before Joe Montana postseason TV record. Before we move on, I want to say something. Have you guys noticed that everybody's been having like their own sort of like mini cast? Like college football has part of my t- I mean not part of my pick. Pat McAfee and his guys come on for some games. You have the Manning cast, of course. But now you have Dude Perfect doing Thursday night football. You guys see that? Like, but you like those dudes were like corny YouTubers when we were in high school, middle school, and now they are they're still corny. So I'm hyped that they're still around, but I'm just saying, never like them. I'm just saying, I mean, yeah, they're just super corny. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Cool. Let's go ahead and keep going. All right, into the fun to get that play. I had to say that into the fun we go, Jalen. Your Minnesota Vikings at the four and four Washington Commanders, very much alive. The Washington Commanders with Heineke at quarterback. Um, the this says Vikings are three and a half point favorites on the road. Not sure what you got there, Christian. Three, three. three okay, five, three. I mean, this is a little bit of a trap game, but the Vikings are a much better team, and so I still will swap points and go with your Vikings here. I, I'm a, you know, Jalen. 
I've been a, and he looks like he's gone right now. Uh, but no, there he is. I just say, I will, you know, Jalen, I have been a believer in your Vikings all year this year. I do think they have a very good roster, especially on offense. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll take the Vikings here minus the points. All right, guys. Got my uh, no bias hat on here. Um, it looks pretty good. Making sure I'm controlling all my bias as much as possible here. All right, let's 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 hear me out. It's Kirk Cousins. He's going back to a place that he used to play at. It's that one o'clock. Okay, this seems all about right, right? Here comes the best fucking part. We got TJ fucking Hawkinson, bro. This shit's going to be a new offense. I'm going to have a great – I feel like this offense will be very fun. They did just – this right. the commanders just traded their cornerback to the Steelers. So their defense is going to be depleted. It's going to be a great time for the – I'm hoping this will be a great time for the Vikings to experiment, you know, try some things out because Washington commanders, they're going to be gritty. Like I'm not expecting Heineke to take this loss sitting down. Like I do expect this. To, I do expect this spread to hold up. But at the same time, I'm sitting here like very feeling very good about how we're going into this game. Um, just all these weapons, man, and everyone's saying it's just now Kirk Cousins. And you know what? I'm starting to believe he's not going to be the like deciding factor of these games anymore. So I'm hoping that. Remember, this is November, Colby. I said this to you on this last episode. Christian, this is my November take. This is going to be a rough month. This is the only game I hope to win. (laughs) This is the only only game I truly hope to win. But after this Hawkinson trade, I I will say it gives us a fighting chance against the Bills next week. So first, though, let's get this Commanders game. Let's see what we can learn from it. Hopefully we don't fall to the trap game, but I'm feeling very confident. Dude, I've been very, very conflicted about this. And Jalen's confidence is making me sway the other way just because it always happens to the Vikings fans when they're so confident and Kirk happens. It's at 1 o'clock. It's 1 o'clock back at Kirk's old home. This is a really on – on the stage decision because I still don't have a clear cut in my mind. Heineke has been Heineke, baby. I love it. The boys are riling. You could see Scary Terry actually have life inside of him. Oh, it does smell trap game all over it. I'm, you know, taking, Heineke, I'm taking Heineke to points. I can't. I can't. I won't blame you, Christian. I just want to say, if the Eagles lose this game, you can definitely count on the Vikings to lose their game. Because everyone's going to be like, oh, this is the Vikings' chance to take the NFC. You know, they'll be tied with the Eagles if they win this game against the Commanders. And that's all that's going to happen. They're just going to fall flat. Eagles will still be number one. Everyone's going to be ripping on the Vikings come come Monday instead of the Eagles. And I, I, I totally agree with you. So now part of me is actually hoping this trap game doesn't happen. But now that I think about it, it's going to happen. Because remember, we all saw the Eagles' second-half team is not that good. Their second-half team is not that good. So we got to see if they can keep the last Three is a unique number. I was kind of expecting this to come like five, six, three. Three is oh, no. a unique number. So. Yeah. 
I think it might be close, but I still like the Vikings. I think the Vikings are well. Better. It can go either way. It can go either way. I, this, that was just on a fly decision right there. So I, I, I respect it. That's all I can say. I can respect it. Let me take my biasy helmet off real quick. <laughs> if the commanders, uh, if they win this game, everyone in the beast, NFC beast will have a winning record. And it will be truly like an all-time division. These Texans are going for it, man. Okay. On to the final game of the 1 o'clock window. Some might call this on this show the disappointment bowl. The Raiders at the Jags. Uh, two and five Raiders. Two and six Jags. Boy, me and Christian, especially me, but Christian was with me. We talked up the Raiders against the Saints last week. I already ate my crow for that when me and Jalen hopped on here on Monday. But, man. That was bad. That was bad. The Raiders pretty, pretty completely. Um but, you know, I also have no trust left in the Jaguars at this point after the streak that they've been on. So I really don't know what to do here. I, someone has to win, I guess. This, honestly, this is a sneaky tie candidate, if, if, you wanna, if we want to throw that out there. Um, but I, the Jags, it looks like, are one-and-a-half-point dogs at home. I think give me the Jags. Uh, but I have no idea, man. They, they, these teams, ugh, I, this is a stay away for sure, but I'll take the Jags very begrudgingly. I'm taking the Jags as well. Um, not because of the home factor, just because Trevor Lawrence has gotten into really good positions to win these games, man. And he just keeps throwing these late interceptions and late turnovers. And it's just really, really been stinging or he just can't hit the right opportunity. I've watched multiple games where he gets multiple penalties, multiple opportunities, like literally – gets reset reset of downs pretty much and he still be struggling so it's uh i'm just i want to say jaguars in this one and i wouldn't be surprised if this came down to the wire and i I just really expect trevor lawrence to deliver this time that's what i'm banking on i was on i was i was watching football and i was like why do i feel like i'm forgetting something and then I looked on over to the Saints and Raiders score. I went, oh, God, that's going to be a bad look. We talked them up so much. <laughs> and they laid I was legs. standing my ground. I was standing uh, my ground. As well as the Jaguars had been playing some very questionable football. Trevor Lawrence, for some reason, is addicted to throwing pick sixes when he could go for a game-winning drive. So... I'm going to double down, and I will be taking the Raiders. I'm with the ship again. I respect it again. I got it. Was, like, at the same time, like, it's just this game is so, like, I can, this is, this spells like a game for the Raiders to bounce back in, right? It does, like, it does make sense. It has, hey, to, it has to happen. Christian Ponder. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Made the list. They're gonna make me look so stupid again. <laughs> that is that's such a that's literally like someone I guess has to win that game, but I sure don't know who it's gonna be. <laughs> that's gonna forget about it. All right, should we get into this late slate? Yes, sir. All right, so the two four o'clock games are not the prettiest, but they are certainly interesting. These are actually both intriguing games for various reasons, although again, not the prettiest. The surprise team of the league, the five, one of them, but probably the biggest, the five and three Seahawks led by MVP candidate Geno Smith 
Uh, at the Cardinals, Cardinals are three and five, coming off a rough loss uh, last week. Uh, but they have had a better offense with D-Hop, but still all kinds of concerns. This is a coaching mismatch, we're being honest. Um, I mean, if the Seahawks are they're getting points in this game, I have to take them a few weeks. They played already once in Seattle, and I picked Arizona. Um, maybe I'm undervaluing home field, but I'm, I'm kind of out on Arizona at this point. Uh, I'm obviously not, like, never going to pick them again, but I don't really believe that they're going to turn it around. Um, and Seattle is rolling. I've, I've been very wrong about them. I thought the wheels would have come off this thing and the Geno Smith thing would have crashed by now, but it doesn't look like it's going to at this point. Um, so I'll take the Seahawks getting a point and a half. That line may have changed. Uh, looks like two. Two for the cards or Seahawks? Uh, two for the card. Cards are favorites in here. Okay. Seahawks are getting the plus two. Yeah. All right. So that makes me feel a lot better about what I'm about to say because I'm saying Arizona Cardinals. Um, their offense with D Hop has reawakened. They did, they showed if you did not see the stat line that D Hop put on the Vikings defense, it was absurd. This man has been this, they, it's crazy how much they rely on him 159 yards and a one touchdown with 13 targets, and he caught 12 of them. Like, this dude is insane. I'm so happy to see him back on the field. And he really is a huge chunk of that offense. Um, much respect to the Seattle Seahawks and what Geno Smith is doing. But this is like almost Arizona's last stand type of game. And the way D-Hop's been playing, I'm expecting another big performance out of him. So I'm going to take the cards. Um, and I completely agree with Jay Light. This game is simply just your last ditch itself. Because, I mean, I really, I really want to take the Seahawks in the points. Um, but this is at Phoenix, so I felt like if this was at Seattle, I probably would have swayed more Seahawks. Um, but this is at, the, at um, Phoenix, and the cards say this is the last ditch, man. Because if you don't win this, man, oh, dumb Cliff Hot season is gonna be bright hot, baby. Because and, and they're relying, they're relying a lot on the Hawks. The Hawks look absolutely fabulous out there. Um, so. And then two, two is a small margin, so this could be simply just to pick them almost, but I'm going to have to go with the car simply just because it's a last-ditch thing. I respect that. I could definitely see him get it. That, that is a tough one, but I, I, I still lean the Seahawks just because I feel like they've looked way better, way more well-coached. Um, that's, that's why I lean them. Um, all right, on to the other 4 o'clock one. A game, I bet, that when they looked at the schedule makers uh, made this game and they had this one plopped down, they probably thought this was going to be uh, a far better uh, record-wise matchup than it is. But the last two Super Bowl champions, both coming into this one under 500, the 3-4 and four Rams at the 3-5 and five Bucks, both have seen better days. Uh, the two old men at quarterback, one's a lot older, but Stafford looks pretty pretty dang old out there. Um, this Bucks minus three and a half. Not sure what the uh, three. Um, I'll probably take the points in the Rams here on the roads, even though they burnt me horribly last week and they've looked terrible. Um, but the Bucks have not looked much better. And the I just feel like the Rams have had a good track record. I don't think Brady's – correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's beaten the Rams since he's been in Tampa. Um, so I'll take the Rams and the points on the road. Oh, well, maybe the Bucks – maybe he beat – I don't know, because I don't think so. 
Yeah, yeah because they, they went they went to LA and they got smacked. I'm pretty sure. And the um, year that the the first year they beat him on Monday Night Football with Jared Goff, the year he Brady won the Super Bowl. I felt like Brady had a good track record previously before the before the playoff fall. I'm pretty sure Brady had a good tra- track record. I would ho- I would look I would I would entice someone to look that up because I'm pretty sure Brady actually did pretty well, and then he lost to them in the playoffs, and that was what done him in. So I'm actually going to have to say you might want to check on that because I'm checking right now. Yeah, I was about to say I'm pretty sure Brady. I think Brady actually had the upper hand until that playoff run. You are wrong, Jalen. Really? Tom Brady, the last time the Bucs beat the Rams was September 29th, 2019, with Jameis Winston at the helm, 55-40. The year Jameis just really? swung it everywhere. Brady He's never beat him. Oh, they got some, that's right. They got their butts handed to them in LA, like you guys were saying. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm starting to remember that now. Dang, because I re- they were winning that playoff game, but they didn't pull it through. The Cooper Cup thing happened. Okay, the Bucks all coming back to me, but I will. It doesn't sway my decision, Colby. I'm with you on this one. I'm taking the Rams. Uh, I expect them to do some big. They need to get there, even though Cooper Cup. With his injury, you know, and him being questionable, I think he, they just need to – They, it's one of these two teams. They're both in desperate mode just like the Cardinals, you know, except for one of them is just in a really shitty division. So I'm going to go ahead and say give me the Rams. Okay. I will be going the opposite. I will be taking the Bucks and the points. I have been on this train for so long of the Bucks rebound game and – <laughs> kind of hoping it comes here. I mean, I, I hope the game against Baltimore was a slap in the mouth, um, kind of especially to Devin White, who got ripped apart on several news stations because that got a lack of effort, lack of effort on certain plays that they were highlighting. Tyler Lindebaum was taking this man back to the buses, like they say in the blind side, because <laughs> Tyler Lindebaum owned him. It was awesome to see <laughs> so, yeah. are... so maybe so maybe it was finally a wake-up call to them like you guys like you guys got a ring you're a lot of y'all are still here we need to like get our shit together because the falcons no yeah the falcons are leading the winning division right now so maybe it's a wake-up call essentially so so i'm just going off that factor and that's well cooper cup may be out so that's another big reason oh, um so God. Cooper um, Cup is out. So yeah, and they're not Cooper Cup's out. It's going to be my pick. <laughs> because clearly, Matt, Matt Stafford is a low key, low key. It was low key, maybe a little bit racist when he put the target out of Robinson. I was dropping some crazy, crazy accusations on the show. I don't know, man. What, I saw that on Twitter, too. I was like, guys absolutely hilarious dude like just the slightest thing of like <laughs> purposely not targeting Alan Robinson he's targeting like what's the other white guy named number 18 Fornson or something like wrote it or something oh. they have yeah. some random dude with like a bunch of syllables and I think there's a Z in his name like he's been throwing the throwing to him and Alan Robinson yeah. <laughs> I just think that's a funny thing. <laughs> that's because prospect people's attention, but I'll, I'll be taking the bucks and the points. Fair enough. All right. 
On to the primetime games, and then we'll get to the fun stuff to finish out. All right, this says the Chiefs are 10.5-point favorites at home on Sunday Night Football versus the Titans. This is actually a pretty good primetime game. The Titans have disgustingly, even though it's a big spread, they've disgustingly won like five games in a row after their own two start. Um, they have reclaimed complete control of their awful division. Congrats to them on that. And they won with Malik Willis completing like six passes last week. Not sure if he's playing in this game. I would assume Tannehill will be back, but I'm not 100% on that. Uh, I'll have to double check. Um, yeah, yeah, he's down. He's out? No, I'm sorry. He, I'm talking about uh, the challenge on the Houston game. Oh, he was down. <laughs> I was going to say, that knee was clearly down. Hey, look up if Ryan Tannehill is playing. But uh, anyways, I initially – I'll let you all go. I initially liked the uh, – the, the Titans and the points in this game, even with the injury, and then I remember the Chiefs were off a bye, so I feel like they're probably just going to run them out of the building. So I take the Chiefs minus the whatever, how many points. Oof. Dang, man. Derrick Henry. I mean, Titans played the Chiefs good, though, don't they? I, I feel like, I mean, then I, I, it's that something that honestly, I don't know. Like They beat them last year. I know they beat them, but not in the playoffs is the thing, though. Like, they didn't beat them in the playoffs because they lost to the Corn Bowls. Um, uh, what's it called? I just – the Titans' defense is just not the same as it used to be, I'm pretty sure. Like, that's the thing is, like, those five wins, they're so gross and quiet. Like, we talk about – like, we've had, we don't really even talk about their games when they win. We're like, yeah. They did what they always did. They ran the ball with Derrick Henry, probably. And Ryan Tannehill probably made, like, one or two good throws. And they won the game, you know? That's what they always do. But no Ryan Tannehill, like Colby is looking up right now, or did look up. And he's expected, it's, to, play. He's expected to. I mean, he's a gritty guy. But I, don't, I just don't think that's enough to sway me from the Chiefs. So I'm going to stick with you, Colby. Chiefs twelve and a half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Chiefs off a of bye. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, Ryan, if it, especially if Ryan Tannehill's playing, like they're just gonna have to run the ball to even compete. And I think they're kind of expecting that off a of bye. Give me yeah. the Chiefs twelve and a half. Andy Reid off a of bye is a problem, so we're in unison there. All right, the final game of the week, Christian. I'll let you start since it is your Baltimore Ravens. They looks like our three and a half point favorites at New Orleans on Monday night. Uh, I believe so. I app. Um, but no matter what, give me Baltimore and the points. I think it's the perfect time for us to be heading into the bye week. Monday night football, where we can play Thursday night, so we had a good chunk of rest essentially. Um, and defense is coming back in. Roquan, you know, coming in into the system. Boys are I think Bowser will probably be activated for this game. I don't think Ojapa will, but I think Bowser will. Um, but I think I think we got this. I mean, especially with those points wise. And Superdome's gonna be loud, don't get me wrong. Andy Dalton, ginger killer sometimes for the Baltimore Ravens. But and as well, Michael Thomas officially ruled out for the season. So don't have to worry about that. Um, only thing I'm more a little worried about is Alvin Kamara. He did have a good game last week, so maybe he continues that streak essentially. But Saints are going to Saints, um, so I'm going to be taking Baltimore. All right, before I give out my pick, Colby, 
how hard did it make you to see this Houston graphic of their NFL draft picks? Like you saw 22 <laughs> picks that they have these next two years. But I guarantee you, you were probably like, God damn, I can't wait to talk about how they're going to fuck. I can't wait. <laughs> I had that on the queue. I was literally looking at that. I was literally about to say, they got 22 picks in the next two drafts. That's insane, yeah. honestly. That is a ridiculous amount of picks. Four picks in the next upcoming two drafts. That's crazy. Um, yeah, um, it's two and a half on Randall. What was that? Two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, at this game? Nola, the yeah. Ravens? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I wrote down four and a half, but damn, I'm going to have to correct that. But it doesn't sway me. I'm still staying strong. It just tells me that the Ravens have to be on the lookout for that Saints defense that I've been telling y'all about. Um, they are going to be there. The D-line is going to chase Lamar around. But the best thing about it, God damn it, Damian. Um, the best thing about Lamar is he is Lamar and he's the experience. And it's hard to stop the experience, bro. So I'm going to go ahead and count on Lamar and the Ravens here. Uh, that and the fact that you got Roquan Smith, I really hope that just him being there with those veteran veterans that are already there with the Ravens, maybe he can be that final piece to tell them, Hey, I've seen from the outside, you know, like that outside in just being like, Hey, you don't know what they're saying outside. Y'all, y'all are blowing these leads, bro. We're going to need to fix this. Like we got to lock this shit down. We y'all are dogs. So I expect the Ravens to make this a statement game going into the bye week as a little hint, hint, hint for my statement game. Oh, Davis, no. Yeah, the wagon had an inevitable. It hit a bump. He, the wagon has bumps every week. That was a rough one, especially because they're in this game. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I hate for us to all be in unison on both these primetime games, and it should make you a little bit cautious that the Saints absolutely burned me last week. I completely thought they were going to get crushed, and they did the crushing. Um so the Saints are probably, I maybe am giving them not enough credit for what their offense has been with Andy Dalton, but I do not trust Andy Dalton at all. I trust Lamar Jackson a lot more. The Ravens are a better team, and I think now with Roquan, I think they're finding their groove. They have hopefully got the late-game weirdness under control after the last few games. Uh, so give me the Ravens minus the points on the road. I'll, I'll stick with all of you all on that. Colby, to make you feel better about the whole primetime decisions, those are the only games that we have all completely agreed on this week. That is the first time for us here. And we have all sat down and agreed since Christian joined. This is the first time where we have all agreed and will disagreed until the primetime games pretty much. So nice little, uh, nice little movement we got going on here. A lot of, uh, I honestly came onto this. I came onto this week thinking that these games would be a little bit more easier to decide, but uh, I guess not. So here we go, boys. It's the funnest time of the year, or I guess the week. It's time to change it up a bit. And let's go ahead, Christian. Give us that do list, bro. Before we do list. To start it off, we have the most do on the planet, Justin Jefferson. Um, and then after that, we have Tyreek Hill, who hasn't had a touchdown in about five weeks, ladies and gentlemen. So be the lookout for Tyreek against the Bears to get a touchdown. And then we'll go down and get Joe Mixon a touchdown. Um, so goal line, simple, easy. Joe can't throw it, so he'll be handing off to his running back to get a touchdown. So we have Tyreek, Justin Jefferson, Joe Mixon. Thank you. 
I love it. Justin J. Jetta needs that score. I like I it. need I, on the list this week. Yeah, those seem like some uh, again. I, w- I told Colby this. I wish I parlayed our picks last week because uh, I did bet them. I just didn't parlay them. And then this is one. This is another one where it's like, oh, I might have to parlay this one. But I will, this one's a good one, Christian. I'm really looking forward to it, especially with the commanders getting rid of their corner. JJ is going to have a field day, in my opinion. Especially, so, all right. First things first, let's get our statement games out the way. Um, Christian. You said your dues. I'm not going to um, make you go last, though, so go first. <laughs> I'll go first. Statement game, I will go with uh, Patriots. Patriots don't spread. Eat nice and You think that's going to be a sneezy one, huh? All right. Cole, what do you got for your statements? That's a that's a good one. Um, For my statement, you know, there's, there's a couple directions that you go here wasn't really sure about a lot of these, but I'll, I'll, I'll take the Packers and the statement won't be much, but I'll say it'll just be a statement that they, uh, they're still alive. They're still going to be in that gross wild card mix and they still own the Lions. So I'll say Packers make a statement and bounce back that they're not completely dead. You know, I'm going to keep a theme here for our statement games. I'm going to say we're pushing P for our statement games and I'm going to say Panthers. Um, I think this is a good defensive statement game to shut down those corn balls. I know this would be a great one to save for an upset, but I think this is a great defensive statement game. So I'm going with Push and P and the Panthers. All right. Three minutes. Next one up, Colby. I don't know how much time we got left. Three minutes. Another Three. one. I need it. So All right. to go over. Let's see here. Our upsets. Colby, what's your upset? Oh, you're going to let me go first. Well, you know, I should probably not do this. But I'm looking through this slate, and I really just cannot help myself here. So I'm going to go with my upset alert to also end my horrible streak and pick Bears to pull on the I'm right. I have to get a Bears game right eventually. I'll say that they pull that. That's my upset alert of the week. I don't know, man. I'm coming around on the Bears, even though they burn me every time. I'll, I'll do it again. It's not a lock of the week, but I'll put it out for an upset pick. Give me the Bears. Oh, man. Poor Bears. <laughs> Poor Bears. All right, Christian, what do you got? Give me the commies. Commies at Vikings. Oh, you guys are hurting my heart over here, man. This one hurts. Oh, all right. Let's see. what it. Man. I don't have much time either to pick this upset as the problem. So, I don't even know if any of my regular pickups were upsets. Oh, wait! we got the Colts. I'm going to go ahead and put the Colts down as my upset. Um, Christian did say the Patriots, but I think Sam Ellinger, thick thighs, get it done. That's right. Good, man. All right, Jalen, so we're, we're waiting on Christian before we do the locks. Um, we'll put this wherever. We're going to just talk a little NBA. Um, we can talk about the Kyrie news a little bit when Christian comes back. But uh, just some of these other storylines. I guess it's start, as you said, kind of what's going on with the Warriors. They're three and six. Um, not going well. I'm. They've lost four in a row. Um, still a lot, a lot of time left, obviously. But some, some questions. Maybe that punch in the face did uh, do some damage. 
Yeah. Um, a lot of damage done. Sorry, I did not just I just kind of zoned out. Cole, repeat what you just said, man. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I said uh maybe that punch in the face did uh take a little bit of a toll on the Warriors. They've lost four in a row. Yeah, okay. Oh, you're talking about Draymond Green. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, let me circle back to that. Yeah, he did have probably a lot of power into that fist, but uh their teammates they should be rallying back together. But man, what is going on with the Warriors right now? I mean, they lost to the magic, like you just like you probably just said, and dude, like what is good? Like Curry is still balling out, but what I heard I heard people were saying maybe it's like they, this is the year where the young core needs to actually take that initial step up. And, you know, some people have been coming at Clay and Draymond about that, saying how they, you know, they stepped off their game. But Colby, I mean, it's pretty justified to say that, though, right? I mean, they're both old. And, yeah, Clay saying that he needs to get some time because he's torn his ACL two times in a row. Yes, that's why I'm saying it's justified to say that this young core needs to step up, you know, for you guys. Yeah. Because your guys' game isn't ready. Your guys. Curry's still great, but yeah, they got yeah. no problems. Um, yeah. Okay. So Christian is back now. We want to get into our locks and then we can circle back to some more NBA then if we want. That works. All right. Christian, how you doing, sir? Are you ready for these locks? Doing, doing good, sir. I'm ready to go. Get this locks going. Snake so, traffic. What's the draft order for these picks? I like that we're doing this now. It's much better. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what's going on, Colby. We're going to go ahead and start off with Christian, though, for the first lock. How about that? Yeah, first first lock, lock. First lock will go to Christian. First lock, I will go with... Just because Colby's all over them, Dolphins four and a half. <laughs> That's a feel good pick. <laughs> Making lots. Fade him in. All right, Colby, who you got? I respect it. Well, honestly, Christian, I was very worried that you were going to take this one as your first one. This is the easiest, by far the easiest pick of the week for me. Give me the Patriots minus the four and a half over the Colts and Sam Ellinger. The Patriots served me right last week, and I think they're going to do it again. Um, love the Patriots. Minus the points. They're going to roll. Okay. I'm going to go for my lock. We're going to go Chiefs. I'm going to take the primetime game. I'm going to take the Chiefs. They're coming off their bye. I mean, come on. And you read off a bye. That's like magic in the making. And then I'm going to go ahead and reflect that and give another lock. And my other lock is going to be, man, oh, man. Can the Falcons do it? And I'm saying, hell yes, they can. I'm going with Falcons at home, plus three. That's, uh, and you go again. All right, Colby, what you got? Yeah, he just wants to Oh, yeah. Okay. That, the Falcons is interesting. That's, that's a go either way for me. Okay, my second one. Um, I know I used this as my statement game, but I'm going to use it here too. Give me the Packers minus the three at Detroit. Um Picking against Detroit uh, in a lock. I, I really, to be honest, I don't love a lot of the games this week. There are a lot of go-either-way games for me, but I'm pretty confident the Packers will snap their skid. So I'll take the Packers minus the points. I'm usually you give me a points guy, but I like two favorites so far. Look, my Colby took mine. I'm taking Baltimore two and a half. Ooh, taking the home, taking the home crowd. 
it's risky to put your own team on here, man. Like, I really want to put the Vikings as my lock. But, Christian, you got one more. Go one ahead. More, then I got – I'll take the Chiefs 12 and a half. I'll take both prime times off our hands. Already took the Chiefs, my good sir. That was oh my first. Oh my god! Yeah, I might. That was my first pick. <laughs> uh, no, do I re- do I really want to put this team into long? <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm double dipping, and I'm taking the Raiders. <laughs> oh, wow! Wow, the double down. I, that is a big double down, man. I gotta, I, I gotta say, like, I thought you were gonna say, oh wait, uh, Colby has. All right, never mind. I'm not gonna say. It. I thought you were gonna say Seahawks. Colby, what do you got? My final lock. I mean, there's not a lot of these that I feel great about. So I'm going back and forth. I almost want to take the Rams, but I've just been burned by them badly. So give me the Bengals minus the seven and a half. We'll go with three favorites. Unusual trend for me, but I'll take another favorite. Give me the Bengals over the Panthers. It's a little bigger line than I would like, but I'm still pretty confident the Bengals will have a bounce back and roll. Love the Bengals minus the seven and a half. Even so, give me that as my final lock. All right. And my final lock, surprised that you guys didn't really pick them. I'm going with the Bills. I, I know it's a big spread, but I'm taking the Bills on this one. Um, I think they're going to take. I think they're going to handle business against the New York Jets. So I'm going with Bills, and I don't have the current list of bye week teams up right now, but I do have a little quick segment, and we are in November. So see, let's go ahead and get a little common theme here going for us here, Colby. Which of these bye team bye week teams? I don't. Even, Let's see what they look like first, of course. But which of these bye week teams just sound like they should be thankful that they're on the bye? Okay. <laughs> so when I get this list up, give me a second. The NFL app is very slow. Okay. Flash my phone. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, man, there's okay. a lot. Sorry. It's a lot. There's uh, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, New York Giants. Pittsburgh and San Fran. Giants and San Fran, Pittsburgh. So the question is, which team is the most happy that they're not playing? Yeah. Who's thankful that they're probably on a bye week right now? It has to be the Steelers, if we're being honest. It's some rough, rough times lately. They have the worst offensive coordinator in football, probably by a considerable margin. Um, They can't score points. They just traded Claypool. Um, maybe that will be addition by subtraction, but that seems pretty unlikely. I still like to play pool, even though he did some nonsense sometimes. Um, but I understand the move, and I think a second-round pick from the Bears is good value. Please. But Please. You, have a, you have a rookie quarterback who, who has struggled. So an extra week of prep time and a week to get over Claypool kind of not being there. This team, things have been really bad. An extra week of prep has to be good, although Matt Canada is the OC, so maybe it's bad. The more he preps, the worse he is. But um, – but, yeah, the Steelers, definitely glad they're not getting their butts kicked uh, this week. All right, Christian, who's your uh, team that's glad to be on bye week right now? I think the New York Giants are because they got a reality check last week um, against Geno Smith out of all people. And so I think I think the Giants should use this to reflect and get ready for their matchup. I think they're facing the Cowboys possibly um they got a big game ahead of themselves um so 
it's a good time to just mentally get back into things. Interesting. You guys have some interesting takes. I mean, I'm just very surprised. Um, you guys just start giving, giving the uh, giving the Denver Broncos a big break on bye week, man. I think uh, I think you know the fact they're coming back from London. They got the win. Nathaniel Hackett. We're getting a whole week off of not hearing any cheesy or any attention or anything of drama coming out of Denver. I'm saying this is a great bye week for them. So I'm saying my team that's thankful to be on a bye week, Denver Broncos. All right. Little Colby, Christian, are we talking NBA? Or are we going into our final thoughts? I haven't kept up personally. Like I said, NBA doesn't start for me until after college football playoffs. That's fair. We, we talked a little uh, about the we gave a little NBA insight. There is a little brief NBA interview. Do you want to give your uh, concerns about the Timberwolves? Jamal Murray had a reverse dunk. I'm happy about that. And they won. So I'll say that. Man, why do you have to like, put me on the spot like that? I mean, yeah, the, right now it's looking a little shaky. It's looking a little shaky right now. Yes. Um, losers of two straight. And a lot of people are starting to roast it because it's looking like that. But I still got to believe in the product that Finch is trying to cook up there. So, God believe in the cheesy name too, the Power Towers. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully, they, hopefully they rename that man. I really, really believe in a re. It needs to be reworked. I'm actually going but, to uh, the Hornets in the Timberwolves game on the day after Thanksgiving, so on Black Friday. Oh, nice. oh, Black Friday game. Hell yeah. You going <laughs> I'll, to Charlotte? I'll be taking a Charlotte trip Thanksgiving week. I, I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving personally myself. Um, my parents just go shopping. I watch football. Um, so I will be going to the Canes versus the Coyotes on the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, T-Wolves beat the Hornets on Black Friday. And then as well as the Panthers versus the Broncos on the Sunday. So you're just doing the whole thing. Yeah. That's a disgusting game. Dude, you got a disgust. That's gonna be a fun weekend of sports, though. Hopefully all those games. That's gonna be wild. You're just knocking out all the venues at one. I said I'm knocking out might as well because on my Wednesday I have a half day. So I was like, you know what? Let me try to knock out as much as I can right now. Do something. I don't do anything since Thanksgiving. Might as well try to do something. Yeah. There you I try to I try to do something at least one weekend a month right now. He said, there you go. Hey, that's a goal. There you go, folks. Setting goals and goals for reality. Um the adult life for real. Oh my god. I've been planning on, dude. I've been planning just to save money for video games, man. That's sad. It's God, man. God, jump on the wave. Debated state right now. It's a debated state. <laughs> um, final thoughts, everybody. Let's go ahead and wrap this puppy up. All right. Uh, Cole, what are your final thoughts? Oh, you know, there's so many, so many directions. Well, my initial one is just that I'm very uh, – very happy about Jamal Murray looking uh, healthier these last few games. He's rounding back into form. So, uh, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, but my other final thought, I'll just say, um, you know, I'll take it back. I'll go full circle and go back to the beginning. The, the, despite some questionable moments, the Bills, uh, the Mills bandwagon is having a, a better week and it's still on the road and it's still going to be rolling down the road next week, even if they don't win this game, which they probably won't. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, you could make the argument. I mean, or do you think any of the other quarterbacks in this draft class are going to look better than he did tonight on their games? Maybe, but maybe not. So Mills, Mills bandwagon chugs along. All right, Christian, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, I'm sitting here really thinking about that Raiders pick. Man, it does not leave my head. I might, might sleep on it. <laughs> I mean, like, what did I do? Double dipping. But hopefully Jalen Hurt scores right here. I have money on him to get a touchdown. All right. I hope he scores, too, for fantasy purposes. Um, and never mind Dallas Goddard. Yeah, well, still touchdown. Uh, still touchdown. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say my final thoughts are, you know, it's a big testing week for me for these Minnesota sports teams right now, it looks like. So the next time we talk, I'll be either very optimistic of my Minnesota sports or very down. <laughs> and that's probably the very nice way of putting it. So big weekend, big weekend coming up. That's my final thought. All right. Great stuff, fellas. This was an excellent one. A lot, lot in there. A lot of, lot of good stuff tonight. Woo. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram, where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our pickums list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out. <laughs>